This episode is brought to you by HP. Whenever you do your best thinking, the HP Spectre X360 is ready when inspiration strikes. With power save for battery life and focus mode to multitask, you can do your best thinking whenever and wherever it happens. The HP Spectre X360 2-in-1 convertible PC with Windows 10 saves battery life for whenever an idea hits you. HP Spectre X360, a more thoughtful laptop. Ah, yes. Welcome to MLB Morning Coffee on Monday, February 22nd, 2021. My name is Greg Mraz. I am the host of this program, as always. We are brought to you by the Athletes Unfiltered Podcast Network. Go check out the rest of our awesome shows and check out our website. You can follow us on Twitter at Unfiltered Pods. We are coming to you from the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California, on the corner of Ocean and Otsego. If you have been listening to this show long enough, you know that sometimes I record the night before and publish in the morning, trying to give you the impression that I indeed woke up at 5 a.m. to record a show that will be ready by 8.30 a.m. East Coast time. That is not the case. But I wanted to wait until this morning to record because of what happened with the Seattle Mariners yesterday. And for those that are unfamiliar with the story, Mariners CEO and team president Kevin Mather made comments on a Zoom call with the Bellevue Breakfast Rotary Club on Friday, and the video of that call was published to YouTube. It has since been taken down, but Lookout Landing, the SB Nation site that covers the Seattle Mariners, was able to transcribe it and publish a full transcript of Mather's call. We are obviously not going to give you the whole transcript, but a lot of what he revealed on the call is information that nobody in the public should ever know, even if you think that information. And granted, nobody should even think what Kevin Mather actually said on Friday, but if by some chance you thought what he actually said, you should never actually say it. Kevin Mather is somebody that has been, let's just say, very liberal with the way that he speaks about his organization and the people within it. But what Kevin Mather revealed on Friday, at least in my opinion, is information that number one could piss off a lot of players, and it probably already has, and number two, many of Mather's comments were inherently racist, and that's something that you can't really apologize for in my opinion. If you say something racist... That is truly how you feel. You cannot apologize and say, I'm not racist, after you've made several racist comments. So to me, Kevin Mather has exposed himself as a racist, and there's really not much that he can do to come back from that. And number three, a lot of what Mather said, especially on the financial side of things, is incredibly tone deaf. We are going to get into the details of what Mather said and why if he's not terminated, the Mariners could risk torpedoing their entire organization. So I will say this. A lot of what Mather said was just revealing information about the organization, but revealing information that would anger a lot of players. And we'll start off with the manipulation of service time. In particular, in terms of how it relates to outfield prospect Jared Kelnick, Kelnick was offered a six-year deal plus options worth substantial money per Mather, and he turned the Mariners down, deciding to bet on himself past his arbitration years. 
If Kelnick had agreed to the six-year deal, he would probably be on the Mariners' opening day roster in 2021, but because he won't, they are going to manipulate his service time per Mather, keep him in AAA until he gets a full extra year, and then bring him up. Mather also said that the players in the MLB Players Union pressured Evan White to not take the six-year contract that he signed prior to last season because he would be worth way more money at the end of his current deal than the current deal that he signed is actually paying him. So the union and the players wanted him to bet on himself to try and make more money in his arbitration years. So that's one piece of revealing information that does not make Mather look very good in hindsight. Mather also said that top outfield prospect Julio Rodriguez would not be in the major leagues at all in 2021, but likely in 2022. Mather also said that top catching prospect Cal Raleigh will be up at some point in 2021, as will outfield prospect Taylor Trammell, who was acquired from the San Diego Padres in the deal that sent Austin Nola to San Diego. So that's some revealing baseball information, but it shows really the underbelly of how organizations manipulate players' service time. We know that this happens. We've seen it happen before. Example, Chris Bryant back in 2015 with the Cubs. But this is really the first time that we've heard an executive go on record as to say, yes, we are doing this for this purpose and not making some excuse as to, oh, we want him to get a few more AAA at-bats. In regards to free agency, Taiwan Walker was looking to come back to Seattle after he was traded from the Mariners to the Blue Jays during the 2020 season, but Mather didn't want to give Walker a three-year contract, which is what he was looking for, waited it out, and eventually Walker went to New York. James Paxton was looking for around $12 million a year, but Mather effectively said that we weren't going to give him that and knew that we could wait him out because he was not worth that kind of money. So, Paxton signs a deal for $8.5 million with Seattle, which is way under what he actually wanted on the free agent market. He also said that longtime Mariner third baseman Kyle Seeger is grossly overpaid, prompting Seeger's wife to tweet out, So, are we putting our house in Seattle on the market? Because this is the last year of Seeger's guaranteed deal, the Mariners have a club option on him for 2022. So Mather revealed a lot of inside intel from baseball operations that, let's just put it like it is, this is information that the public should never know. I have been in the clubhouses, I've been around roving coordinators and assistant GMs and scouting directors and farm directors. I've heard them say stuff like this. This is all off the record stuff. This is stuff that stays internal. This is something that should never be uttered outside of your organization. Yes, it is wrong that organizations want to manipulate service time, but it is their right to do so. It's their right to do so because the rules allow them to do that. So why not have a player for an extra season? It makes all the sense in the world. If you're not going to be competitive in the first year of a player's deal, why not keep him in the minor leagues longer and then bring him up? The problem with it is that it sends a terrible message to that player, and that player knows that he's being manipulated, but there's nothing that he can really do about it because it's the organization's right to be able to keep that player down and bring him up whenever they want. But for Mather to actually come out and admit to this player service time manipulation is incredibly offensive to Jared Kelnick, Julio Rodriguez, Cal Raleigh, and any other Mariner, Logan Gilbert included, that could have a chance to break the Major League roster at the start of the 2021 season. 
Now that we've covered a lot of the baseball ops issues, let's get into some of the more offensive details of the Mather conversation with the Bellevue Breakfast Rotary Club. We will start with Julio Rodriguez, who we brought up earlier. This is a direct quote. Quote, Julio Rodriguez has got a personality bigger than all of you combined. He is loud. His English is not tremendous. Everybody says he'll be here in 2021. And the quote goes on to talk about more of the baseball operations stuff that we mentioned earlier. Julio Rodriguez responded by tweeting a photo of himself over the Michael Jordan meme that said, and I took that personally, and also sent a tweet that simply said, motivation. I can tell you that following Julio Rodriguez on social media, his English is more than good. So for Kevin Mather to say what he said is incredibly offensive. However, I think the more racist comment is in regards to former Mariner pitcher and current special assignment coach Hisashi Iwakuma. Here is the direct quote. For instance, we just rehired Hisashi Iwakuma as a special assignment coach. He was a pitcher with us for a number of years. Wonderful human being, his English was terrible. He wanted to get back into the game. He came to us. We quite frankly want him as our Asian scout slash interpreter. What's going on with the Japanese league? He's coming to spring training. And I'm going to say, I'm tired of paying his interpreter. When he was a player, we'd pay Iwakuma X, but we'd also have to pay $75,000 a year to have an interpreter with him. His English suddenly got better. His English got better when we told him that. This statement in particular is tone deaf, racist, and cheap. You're complaining about having to pay an interpreter $75,000 a year as a Major League Baseball team? Imagine being in a foreign country where you didn't know the language of the native people. You would want to have somebody help you be able to communicate with the natives. You would want to be able to bridge that communication gap. So for Mather to say this, especially coming from a Major League Baseball team that has the resources to pay that kind of employee, is the dictionary definition of tone deaf. Read the room. Look at the rest of Major League Baseball. Every team has a Spanish language translator. Most Asian-born players have a translator that can help them speak their native language. So for you to complain about paying a translator $75,000 a year... It is so cheap and so tone deaf. I can't really expand upon it because what's there to expand upon? It's a racist comment. We know what he said. We know what he meant. He can't take it back. And the thing to me about racist people is that the first thing out of their mouth is what they truly mean and truly believe. You cannot, in my opinion, rightfully apologize for racist comments. Unless you truly didn't know, and in this day and age, it's really hard to justify this, unless you truly didn't know that what you said was racist, if you say it, that's how you feel, and if that comment is racist, then that means that at least a part of you is somewhat racist. We saw it with Reds broadcaster Tom Brenneman over the summer. Brenneman said that he's not a homophobe. Well, if you're not a homophobe, the F.A. word never comes out of your mouth. I only use that as a comparison point because Mather can't really take this back. Additionally, he also disparaged the Soto neighborhood where T-Mobile Park sits, worrying about the homeless people around, and making his employees park a half a mile away from the ballpark because he can charge 50 bucks a car to park in the garages next to the ballpark. 
So he insults the neighborhood around T-Mobile Park and then decides to insult the Everett Aqua Sox, the high A affiliate of the Mariners. The Aqua Sox were the Mariners' Northwest League affiliate for many years and then became their new high A affiliate after the minor league baseball realignment. However, Mather said that they were looking around at other places because the Everett facility was lousy and the field stunk. So that's a really good way to make friends with a team you just signed a 10-year licensing agreement with. Let's insult their facilities and say that their field stinks. Good job, Kevin Mather. He basically stuck his foot in his mouth whenever he could during this Zoom call, and because of it, he had to issue an apology late Sunday night. The apology read, I want to apologize to every member of the Seattle Mariners organization, especially our players and to our fans. There is no excuse for my behavior, and I take full responsibility for my terrible lapse in judgment. My comments were my own. They do not reflect the views and strategy of the Mariners' baseball leadership, who are responsible for decisions about the development and status of the players at all levels of the organization. I've been on the phone most of the day today apologizing to the many people I have insulted, hurt, or disappointed in speaking at a recent online event. I am committed to making amends for the things I have said that were personally hurtful, and I will do whatever it takes to repair the damage I have caused to the Seattle Mariners organization. So here's the problem that I have with this statement. My views do not reflect the Seattle Mariners organization. You're the damn CEO! When you say something, it reflects the views of the organization. It starts from you and it goes on down. So really, the only person you could be speaking for is Mariners chairman John Stanton. And we have not yet heard from Stanton, so we don't know where he stands on this. So by the time that you are listening to this show, whether it be later today or early Tuesday, Mather might already be gone. I think Mather has done some irreparable damage to the Mariners organization, and if they do decide to keep him on, it could completely torpedo the entire organization. Mather said things that you cannot take back, and the damage has been done. If you keep him on, you could see a full-on revolt from the players and having a bunch of players ask to be traded. The only way that you save face as an organization is if you let go of Mather right now. And I hope that for the sake of the Mariners players and the sake of the Mariner fans, that they get rid of Kevin Mather today. Rockies outfielder Ian Desmond is opting out of the 2021 baseball season. After opting out in 2020 due to issues surrounding his family and COVID, Desmond is opting out again this year, the final year of his Rockies contract. In three years with Colorado, he had a combined 252 with 49 homers and 193 RBI. In each of his last two seasons with Colorado, Desmond hit 20 homers in each of them, hit 236 in 2018, and 255 in 2019. Desmond posted this message to social media, For now, I've decided to opt out of the 2021 season. My desire to be with my family is greater than my desire to go back and play baseball under these circumstances. I'm going to continue to train and watch how things unfold. No judgment on Ian Desmond. He's got to live his life the way that he wants to. He's going to forfeit $8 million by opting out for this season, which is the salary that he was slated to earn this year. Last season, he forfeited $5.56 million, which was the prorated salary that he would have earned had he played that year. His original contract was $15 million for that season. He has a $15 million option on 2022 with a $2 million buyout if the Rockies decide to decline it. Good for Ian Desmond that he wants to spend more time with his family. 
it's very difficult on somebody's mental makeup to play under these conditions. So for him to be able to walk away over the past two years from over $13 million to be a family man, that to me is admirable. As we mentioned in the Kevin Mather section, Taiwan Walker signed a two-year contract with the New York Mets worth $20 million. Last year's split between the Mariners and the Blue Jays, Walker was 4-3 with a 270 ERA over 57 and a third innings. Taiwan Walker was traded to Arizona from Seattle after the 2016 season and had a very solid 2017, posting a 3-4-9 ERA in 157 and a third innings. But over the next two years, he struggled to stay healthy, pitching just 14 combined innings between 2018 and 2019. In 2020, he was finally healthy and went back to Seattle on a team-friendly deal to try and prove himself. And after his trade to Toronto, he posted a 2-1 record with a 137 ERA over 26 and a third innings, allowing just four earned runs over that span. Taiwan Walker is one of the good guys in baseball, and good to see that he is cashing in on his recent success. With Walker off the market, the most desirable free agent starting pitcher remaining is Jake Odorizzi. Odorizzi had a rough 2020 with the Minnesota Twins, recording just four starts and allowing 10 earned runs in 13 and two-thirds innings, having significant health problems. Odorizzi in 2019 posted a 15-7 record with a 3-5-1 ERA over 159 innings of work, by far his best season in the majors. Brett Gardner is back with the Yankees on a one-year $4 million deal. The 37-year-old played 49 games with New York last year, hitting 223 over 130 at-bats. Gardner's best years are behind him, but his 2019 power surge of 28 home runs gives Yankee fans optimism that he still has something left in the tank. Gardner is a fourth outfielder at this point, but a very valuable piece of the New York Yankee clubhouse. Good to see that he more than likely will spend his entire career in pinstripes. Brian Dozier has decided to hang it up. The one-time All-Star with the Minnesota Twins announced his retirement over the weekend after parts of nine Major League seasons. After playing 135 games with the Washington Nationals in 2019, where he hit 238 with 20 homers and 50 RBI, he struggled through an injury-riddled season with the Mets last year, recording just 15 at-bats and having only two hits. Dozier was an American League All-Star in 2015, hitting 28 homers and driving in 77 runs while hitting 236 with a 307 on on-base percentage. However, his best two years were the two following years, neither of which resulted in an All-Star appearance. He hit 42 homers in 2016 with 99 RBI and a 268 batting average and followed it up in 2017 with 34 homers, 93 runs driven in, with a 271 batting average. Both of those seasons, Dozier had over 600 at-bats and over 700 plate appearances. My guess with Dozier is that he just wasn't healthy enough to make a major league roster at second base. And it's too bad because he was having a really solid career arc prior to being traded to Los Angeles during the 2018 season. Dozier never was with the Dodgers, Nationals, or Mets what he was with the Twins, and he probably realized that he was never going to be that same player that he was with the Twins ever again. So good on you, Brian Dozier, for deciding to hang it up when you felt the time was right. That is going to be it for this edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of the Ocean Avenue Studios and a production of Athletes Unfiltered. 
want to ask you to do a little favor for me. Go onto iTunes, write a review, leave a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. Put down five stars, write a glowing review. You can write a bad review if you want, but if you put five stars, it still helps the metric. Okay, don't write a bad review. Write a good review. If you like the show, let me know. If you have a question, email greg.maraz at yahoo.com, and I will be happy to answer it for you on the next show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of Athletes Unfiltered. If we have news on the Kevin Mather front, we will bring it to you tomorrow. Until then, have a great rest of your day, and thank you for listening to MLB Morning Coffee.